1: Well, listen, Buster. You better start to move your feet to the rockinest beat of madness.
2: Yeah. Go to the lines and let's have a catch-up with Life Member. Great to start the week off with him, Zaid. G'day, Zaid. You
3: need to take notice the Sky Sport Breakers.
2: Oh, mate, I know. I watched that. They Yesterday. were phenomenal.
3: What about Isaiah Liaf for 21 points in the first half?
2: Oh, I know, Off the in 20 and, minutes. And and the best sixth man in the league, Brown, he's he's unreal to watch.
3: And even Jarrell Brantley, 29 points.
2: I know. It was a clinic, site. more,
3: he's got them he's got them clicking 10 and three. They've already won five more games than they did in the whole of last year.
2: Mm. You know what I liked was the halftime interview with Modi Moore and uh, I think it's Brooke Rusko or someone down on the sideline just saying, oh, a pretty good performance in that first half. Again. No, it's terrible. No one scores 50 against us in our home gym. That's not right. we got to fix it. And I'm like, whoa. And then you,
3: then you hear, but then you even hear Casey Frank. He's like, bro, give it a rest. They scored 65 points in the first half, though.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, Modi, I love him. I love his intensity. He's brilliant.
3: And they, they got the... um. The old uh, Derby on Saturday, well not the old Derby, but old rivalry, the Perth Wildcat.
2: Mm. Yep, Perth. the Wildcat's
3: aren't the same team as they used to be, it seems though. But yeah, the the break is definitely highlighted the weekend.
2: Fantastic. Um, Tom
3: Latham was great for the Black Haps on Friday.
2: Amazing. Um, and
3: Kane Williamson looking he's back in his right format now with the one day is. Yep. And um saying yeah, just gets his typical average about forty odd. And um yeah, I, I was a bit doubted, I didn't whether they chase down that three hundred and Seven, whatever it was, but they made that ease. Um, and yeah, on your topic with the Black Caps, I would definitely like to see. I don't know if we've got the depth, but like a one, like a white ball team and a, and a red ball team. Mm. A test team, different coaches, different coaches for both
2: formats. Mm. I, I, I definitely want different coaches, different captains. I, I mean, if 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 the captain's good enough to play all three and he's got the game to play all three, I'm fine with that. But the coach. No, I, yeah. I just don't know if we can afford two coaches Coaches to um, attract the calibre of coach you would need to be an international like how, cricket coach. Like
3: how England does it with, because um, Brendan McCollum's the test coach and then they've got a different white ball coach, I'm pretty sure, eh?
2: That's right. Yep, and and Australia have. Most of the teams have. Most of them have.
3: Do they have two different coaches? Either? I think they've got one, don't they? Uh,
2: I think they had two. I might be wrong. You make yeah. me you, you make me look it up. In fact you're making Sam look it up. He'll look it up for me.
3: It's pretty interesting about Justin Langer being the commentary team.
2: Oh I know, you're gonna have to watch that. <laughs> against <laughs> Against Ozzy and apparently he's not allowed to interview some of the players. <laughs> I know, it'll be amazing. Just watch the body language, it'll be awesome.
4: Uh-
3: Oh, and there's one last thing I want to say. Great to see Martin Guptill's picked up the Big Bash contract.
2: Yeah, that's fantastic, isn't it? Well, And well, the I'll Melbourne tell you, Renegades. That'll, you know, New Zealanders will now be Melbourne Renegades fans. We'll tune in and watch them. and We'll be cheering the gap on, won't we?
3: Yeah, I'm still sticking to on Rose, Brisbane Heat, but
2: mm. yeah. Good on you, buddy.
3: Thank you. Cheers, Zade.
2: Good. good way to kick us off with the life member. We go down to Dunedin and we talk to Dean. G'day, Dino.
3: Yes, Steve, how are you?
2: Good, mate.
5: I've got to say, mate, I'm a little bit disappointed with the old um, the Black Sox there in Auckland. Uh, mm. He's all on tonight when they play Argentina, but I think we've got a real issue in this country with uh, ex-players being coaches or father-son rubbish going on, and it's in every sport here for whatever reason. We just it, it is like it, Kane Williamson part 2020 cricket. Everyone that knows anything about cricket knows he should be in the team. But he should come in if we've got 10 overs to go and we just want to bat those 10 overs. Mm. should never come in at three when we've got 12 on the ball after three overs, you know. Like, it's just ridiculous. But it's happened for the last four years, and we're not learning from it. The All Blacks aren't learning that thing. Like, that England debacle, what was that all about? Mm. But um, back to the Black Sox, you know. Why are they all swinging for the fence, you know? You've got to get ducks on the pond. They're all trying to be heroes and hit it over the fence. They got completely outplayed, completely outcoached. Like, why do you start a pitcher in an important game who the American catcher, is his club catcher in America? Like, you think he'll know what's going on or what he's going to throw and tell all his mates? Of course he does. And it was obvious he knew. Now, that's, that's schoolboy mistakes. Like, this is an international competition here in our backyard, and we've got three pitchers, two of which they haven't seen a lot of, and we play the guy that they play against every week.
2: I didn't know that.
5: It's true. It's true. And like you look at it's in every sport, mate. Japan in the football this morning. Their number eighteen that scores a great goal plays the last forty five minutes and almost scores two goals. He should have been on there for ninety minutes. It's in every sport I watch. Hmm. Like what are the coaches thinking? Time is your enemy in all sport, not the opposition. It's time. You can take players off when you're winning. You can't do bugger all when you run out of time or run out of innings. It's all over. Mm. yeah and that you... was suicidal, pitching that guy to their catcher. And our catcher's got one hell of an arm, but he can't catch an inside drop ball.
2: Mm. So we're
5: getting walk players on base. So these, these are school kid mistakes.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I didn't actually see any of the softball in the weekend, but when I saw that result, I thought, that's – that doesn't seem right, but you've sort of explained it quite well to me there. I, I didn't realise that our pitcher, someone in the opposite team, knows everything about him.
5: More than everything, he catches for him in his club in America. Mm. So he knows all his pitches, you know, and the, and the coach will know all his muscle groups in his forearm. It's like they know when the pitches come, and he doesn't pitch a, a change-up, you know. He just throws heat. Mm. And air bat is... They were swinging down the guts all day, and they, they're throwing rise balls, and we're nowhere near them. Well, we don't have a slap hitter. We didn't even look like putting a bunt down. It was just a joke. They got completely outplayed from the first ball of the game to the last one. Like our last batsman standing up, they didn't even swing at a strike, and we're two down. Just stood there, and it was right down the middle.
2: What what you know about this Black Sox team? If they got the ability to bounce back, you know they've had 24 hours. Can they bounce back?
5: I've got some really good friends that know a lot about softball, staff and they're hoping like hell they do. But honest truth, the messages they send to me, they don't think so.
4: Hmm.
5: They don't. They, they, you've got to hit the ball. Like softball, you've got to hit the ball. We're just not hitting the ball. And you don't have to hit it over the fence. You've just got to get ducks on the pond and then progress them as best you can. Put pressure on the infield. We're doing nothing. Just swinging down the middle, like got incredible swings. If a pitcher's unlucky enough, by the way they're swinging, to put the ball on the bat, it'll end up here in underneath. <laughs> if they know we're here.
2: So what have we got today? We've got uh, have we got Argentina today. Yeah, I think
5: we have. But we got Cuba as well, mate. Like the America beat the Philippines one 0 Cuba beat them seven <laughs> nil.
2: Jesus. Yes, I'm just looking. <clears throat> we've got we've got Argentina, we've got the Philippines, and we've got Cuba to go. We've
5: got to get to the top three. Yeah. We lose tonight, mate. We're goose.
2: Jeez, big game. You make me want to go out and watch it.
5: 7.30. Well, I was going, mate, but the truck blew up, and the girlfriend's car gearbox blew up. I'm like, jeez, what do I do? <laughs> so I had to... Everything and get the bloody cars on the road so I could go to work. What a piss-off. Mm. But in sound that I was watching yesterday and the rain up there, I was quite happy in Deneton fishing.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't pretty up here. It wasn't pretty. But hey, they hardened up and played in the rain, not like the cricketers.
5: Yeah, well, exactly, exactly. They tried. Right. But I mean I, I hope like hell they can turn it around, but just home runs made awesome when it comes off. But that's not softball. There's a bit more to it than that, and Sorensen knows better. Mm.
2: Yes, oh, well, let's hope they've learned. I'll definitely be tuning in and watching tonight's game. Thanks heaps, Dino. 7.30
5: tonight. Yep. 7.30 tonight. Everyone should be watching. If you're in Auckland, get there, because by Christ, they need your support.
2: Yeah, they do. Bang on, Dino. Thanks, buddy. We were talking to Eddie Calassi, uh in about an hour, actually, about his take on They never realised that um a picture last night, um, the catcher was in the opposite side, and he worked at, like, the whole thing with softball and baseball is picking pitchers, isn't it? So why wouldn't you th- chuck someone out there to to pitch that they don't know, not the one they do know? Interesting. But we'll get—I'm no softball expert, but we'll get Eddie Calassi's take on it. Uh, cricket. No one's rung up really about the cricket uh, except for Zaid, suggested we probably need another T Twenty coach. Um, I tend to agree, just so they can focus on that game and have his squad. Because I do get the feeling when you've got the same coach like Gary Stead, human nature will be, he'll be looking at the schedule ahead of one day's T20s and test matches and going, I might just rest Tim Saudi from this T20 match because uh, we've got these test match series coming up soon. But give us your take on the cricket, what you'd like to see changed in New Zealand cricket. 0800 150 811. We'll take a break. We'll be back with Scott and anyone else that rings. (laughs) Welcome back in. Let's go to the lines. We've got Scott out of Wellington. G'day, Scott.
4: Afternoon, Steffi. How are
2: you? Good, thanks, Scott.
4: Um, I have to say, if, if I was CEO of New Zealand Cricket as, as of today, I, I think uh, definitely what you've already said, the T20 team needs to be treated as a, well, it's, a it's a completely different game. Um, you know, I, I think most other countries have moved to the, um, having different coaches uh, yeah, sorry. Different coaches for the T20 game compared to generally the other two, um, and it's it's changed so much within sort of the last five to seven years that's made that reason that a lot of teams have done that. Um, the other thing I, I would definitely do at the moment would be to actually have our uh, cricket season in December and January, yeah. and, and not try and play in November and not again till I think it's mid mid February is the next time the Black Caps actually play after. Um, this series in New Zealand.
2: Yeah, they they don't play here in our best weather. That that does my head in. Uh,
4: it does, yeah. And November's one of the worst months for rain, um, you know, in, in most parts of the country. So, you know, you think looking at it going, right, well, generally late December, January and February, obviously, are our best months. So... You know, we don't even have the best players playing in the Super Smash this time around because they'll they'll be touring overseas.
2: Yeah, I know. And you'd think they'd learn the lesson from, you know, one of the big complaints from fans about the NPC is the All Blacks don't play in it. We've got to get the Black Caps into the Super Smash.
4: Exactly. And, I mean, if that means shortening it to, a you know, a six-week window or something around that sort of line, I mean, 2020 cricket, you, you should be... Almost be able to play you know two two games every three days or, or something like that yes yeah. it's not as hard on the body as obviously playing a test match or anything, so there's no reason why they can't knock it out in, in six weeks over that time if, if um, the black caps don't have games
2: yep, great point, mate, very good points thank and you I'm, and i that's okay. I was going to say as well, uh, feel free not to review uh, Show Me The Money today as well. Oh, really? I don't
4: know what happened, so okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was mine that killed it, and oh! uh, unfortunately, I think
2: all the other ones went through. Oh, oh, okay, that's a spoiler alert, but I'm looking forward to it. Thanks, Scott.
4: <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Have a good day.
2: Cheers, mate. You too, Scott. Oh, oh The great man up far north, Tutakaka Michael. G'day, Michael. It's Jeffy. How are you, mate? Good, buddy. Good. Hey, just a couple of things.
0: I think the reason that, like I agree with the weather, but the reason they come here at this time of the year is it's the only time they will come, right?
2: Yeah. Because
0: they go back and they've got their IPL and all that sort of thing going on, and, and you know the Aussies got their big bash going on. but um, the, the, the central contracting, I don't think they've got any choice. Mm. Because we haven't, got, I mean, these guys have, Sort of all walked away from their contracts and gone and chased the big money because that's where the money is, right? Mm. So, you know, we, we, we haven't we can't afford to pay the bolts of the world what they really want to earn, so or what they're capable of earning overseas. So, the best we can do is give them is have central contracting which gives them a little bit of money, um, and probably pays the bills, and then we've got to, you know. It's not like rugby. We're not the best in the world. Um, we've got to let them go and, and play these competitions. Um, and I mean, that, that, it's become evident with Williamson. The only reason he's still paying T Twenty cricket for New Zealand is because he wants to go in three million dollars in the IPL. Well, that, that little dream got shattered this year because they dropped him. Mm. So, you know, he and, and he and Latham on Friday night epitomised um, horses for courses. People in the right team. I mean. They quite literally smashed it out of the park in that one-day international, and I mean, they took the um, ODI—I should say—that just took the Indians apart. Mm. But you know, that's 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 Latham's game. It is, um, and yeah, we do need separate coaches. Um, I, I think we do need separate coaches for the, especially for the d Twenty. And I, listening to a point you made earlier on, too. I think it should stay in Christchurch. I don't think that should be moved because Hagley Park's an outstanding venue and I think the South Island deserves something like that and you've probably got to wait, you know, Auckland doesn't probably need or want it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Too much, other, too much other noise and stuff going on in Auckland with other things. But, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting times. It's a pity that game got washed out last night because that might have uh, turned out to be, you know, a good game. But there's one more on Wednesday, isn't there?
2: Yep, there is another one Wednesday at Hagley, actually.
0: Yeah, well, and that's you know that, that, that's that hopefully the weather's good, but yeah, you know, I just don't think these other teams will come any other time of the year. So we're sort of the old story, you know, like beggars can't be choosers, eh? Yep,
2: yeah, the the other teams got the strings, and we're the puppet. We just say, okay, when can you come? Okay, we'll have you then. And it's um...
0: yeah, correct because they're going to put. I mean, you know, you'll always get a good crowd to the Indian games because there's a lot of Indian people live in New Zealand, so you're always going to get good crowds to those games. So mm. yeah, and. Hey, it's, all, it's all good to watch for us, too, you know?
2: Yeah, it is. It so, is. Um,
0: yeah. Anyway, uh, and the other thing is I reckon this World Cup football, too. Um, what an awesome... Uh, Look, like I'm not a big football fan, you know. I don't watch a lot of it. But what an awesome competition when all these teams that aren't supposed to win are actually turning around <laughs> and winning now.
3: I know.
0: And, and I think it's testament to the fact that, you know, the the soccer competitions or football competitions globally now and all the different leagues that are running... Um, you know, it's not just reliant on the European competitions anymore because the reasons these, these, like, the Japans of the world have got good players because they're playing all over the world.
2: That's it, mate. That is it. And and,
0: and it's just awesome to see that there's no premeditated script to this anymore. Like, the Germans might not make it. Argentina might not make it. Mm. You go, wow, you know?
4: Yeah. But
0: um, you take the politics out of it, and it's probably shaping up to be a really, uh, really, really, if you're a um, football fan, a really, really scintillating um, last 16,
2: you know? Oh, it is. We still don't know who's going to make the 16, which is fantastic. Like the Rugby World Cup, the final eight, you know sort of the six or seven, but this is so wide open, it's fantastic.
0: Wouldn't it be ironic if the French won both World Cups? (laughs) That'd that'd, that'd be a good multi, mate.
2: Oh, food for thought.
0: When you're next talking to one of the boys from the TAB, ask him what the odds are what odds I'll
2: put on that yeah <laughs> awesome might be, well apart from the poms no one else could
0: do it probably right so mm. who
2: else is it going to be you yeah, know? exactly exactly good yeah. stuff Michael yeah, all good talk soon good to hear from you Michael from Tutakaka quick break for news, sport and weather we'll come back with Graham, our old mate from Wairarapa uh, well that's where he's domiciled God knows where he is but we'll catch up with Graham and anyone else 0800 150 811 Midday Madness take your calls after the news
1: well listen buster Start to move your feet to the rockiness beat of madness.
2: Back to the phones we go. Oh eight hundred one five oh eight eleven is our number. Graham Wide Upper, but are you in Wide Upper?
4: No, staff
6: I am cracked up on the Potonic Esplanade looking at Wellington, and it is magnificent. <sighs>
2: Do you know what I was doing exactly that on Saturday morning? Exactly that.
6: Were you back in town, mate? Were you
2: just for a day? Yeah, just for a day. Oh,
6: yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, can't beat well a good day, mate. You
2: know that. I know it. I know it. What's what's exactly. what, what's what's the call about? What have you found? What are you what are you resolving?
6: Well, well, I found a little bit of humble pie sitting in front of me, so I'm sort of like having a pick at it. Because, um, <laughs> I thought I thought came was came was the, uh, the problem um, in our cricket team. Um, but I think what's come out of it is um, he should not be playing 20, T20. Um, he's, he's, um, he's slowing down his game, and I think uh, 50 overs or test cricket suits him better now, mm. um, and he should just drop, drop the T20 bit. Um, because when you look at it, Latham actually out, outscored him by, by 33%. You know, He's um, at a much faster rate. So, um he was still slow, even though he probably deserved a ton. But you know, he did he did anchor the inning, so to say. But um what um what uh, disturbed me this morning a little bit I suppose was um, um Gary was on the... Uh, um well Ricardo played a snip from Gary's um uh, interview on and he and he said that we've got massive faith in the players that we have. And I thought, Oh, let's just let's just shut the door and, and turn the key You know, it's um He's got to be more flexible than that, mate. He's got to leave himself open if he's going to make these calls. Mm. He's got to leave himself more
2: flexible. I've been saying right through the T20 World Cup and even before, I like the idea of floating floating batting order. And do not bring Kane in when the power play's on because he can't yes. do it. And if the if the opposition see we're in the power play and Kane Williamson's rolling in, they know how to contain him. Keep him. Save him.
6: Exactly. Exactly. agree 100%, mate. Mm-hmm. But stead, stead, you know, might be a good idea to move stead out of T twenty altogether and just let him concentrate on uh, fifty overs and, uh, and test. Yeah, and just have a completely different concept for team team twenty and pick and everything because the coach will pick different players.
2: Yeah, they will. They will. That's bang on. Mm. Good stuff, Graham. All right, mate, great chatting. To you, buddy, Graham from the foreshore in Patani. The, the the dilemma is that if you're a cricketer. You make your income from T20. So while we're saying, um, and it's almost universal that uh, from the texts and calls we get, that Kane Williamson should maybe step away from the T20, he'll be stepping away from 60% of his income or whatever, the percent, a big percentage of his income because that's where you make your money in all these leagues. Uh, fantastic cricketer, fantastic batsman, but not seeing it in T20, I really hope he gets back to... You know, that 130 strike rate or something. But that's what you need these days. It's the harsh realities. And um, I think a big discrepancy in pay was borne out when Pat Cummins said, I'm not going to the IPL this year. Uh, I want to spend some time with my family. So he said goodbye to uh, $1.5 million for a eight-week tournament. Uh, but the Aussie cricketers all get over a $1 million a year. And then some, and then some bonuses, and he can go and play the other ones. But just the IPL, he wanted to stay at home. Our guys can't afford to make that decision because that's the fat part of their income. Like Tim Southey, Trent Bolt, I don't know what percentage of their annual income is, but it will be north of 70%, I would imagine. So to say don't play T20, that's, that's, that's like saying to me, Steph, we're, we're dropping your afternoon show from 12 to 4. We're just going to do 12 to 12.30. And uh, you'll get paid pro rata. You just go, hell no, hell no. You know, you're really good in that first hour, but you just dwindle off for the last three and a half. So tricky situation for the cricketers uh, when it comes to pay, and that's what they do. They pay, they pay to play. Ed, 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 Ed. Kia ora. What about that, we to be CEO very well. we
7: will just be drinking all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Well, uh, so um, what a turnaround, man. The 50-day yard uh, game Tom Mason Kane Captain Kane
2: They were fantastic
7: Fantastic And um The T20 You know We've got all our boys Over in the IPL Making their money You know do it For a living and stuff So I don't know How the selectors Can
2: go About that Hey yeah, It's a tricky like, T20
7: 20, Blah blah And you know They let Martin Guppel go
2: Yep
7: They brought you the and guess who's over there? Neil Finn. Oh, sorry, Neil Finn. <laughs> Finn-, Finn Neil Finn. i <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry.
2: <laughs> Jeez. Jeez, six months but, in a leaky but, crease.
7: But uh, 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 can I swap to softball now? Um, yes, please. Debbie. Well, our young fella, he's a developing black sock. You know, it's Queensland, he's under 15. Oh. Man, he'll be a bit disappointed. Yeah, yeah, Uh, they played a tournament in October. So, um, yeah, our little, uh, my grandmuckle, my brother's grandson. Right. Yeah, yeah, So he's 15, and he's "Eh, in the softball. He loves it. He's he's made the under-15 counties team. They won the Wellington tournament, the national tournament. He's in the under-17 counties team now. I think he's still 15, coming on, 16. 16. Mm. Yeah, and he's always been to... um, all
2: the top players in
7: Queensland for the developing black shop. Fantastic. Yeah. Man. yeah. So that's all good. Uh, and then we really up to, to you
2: my break. What's that?
7: That means um have a good day.
2: Oh, I thought I thought, <laughs> I thought you had one more thing for me, but no. You have a good ta- good day today, and uh, I'm picking. We'll hear from you up or Paul.
7: Cheers, mate. All good.
2: Jeez, right There's Ed uh, out of tolliga Bay um never lo- lose your links to uh tolliga Bay <clears throat> the black like softball such a f- such an awesome sport in New Zealand it's such a community and family sport isn't it and um uh, as I say I didn't get a chance to watch any over the weekend I hope the crowds are turning up and as Dino from Dunedin said if if you're in Auckland you can get to Rosedale Park tonight which has been renamed to something actually and I'm sorry I can't remember what it is but um, it's a fantastic viewing um, softball arena. Go along and have a look. Take your kids. It's fantastic. And really get them behind the Black Sox because they probably can't afford to drop another one. They've got some pretty uh, tough opponents yet to come. In, in their group, in New Zealand's group, they've got Argentina, uh, the Czech Republic, who they beat, Um Yes, they beat the Czech Republic, then uh, USA, who they lost to. Uh, they've got Cuba and the Philippines yet to come, So and Argentina to come. The other side's Japan, Canada, uh, Australia, Venezuela, Denmark, and South Africa. So I think we've probably got the tougher group, but um, yeah, go and support them tonight, or and if not, uh, go and watch them. On, I think it's on Mari TV tonight. It's 7.30. It'll be live Um Good stuff. Sam's put his headphones on. I always freak out when he puts his headphones. I oh, was just
8: just thinking about, um, excuse me, World Cups and um, the call before was it from Graham talking about why the football World Cup is so good? Was that Graham? No, it was S- Scott. Scott. Scott in Wellington. Um, I was thinking about this myself over the weekend as to why the the football World Cup is such a good spectacle, and I think it's because staff, essentially, for three years they they're doing a play in tournament right? Mm. For three years, they are weeding out the the sort of weaker teams. So the 32 you get are legitimately the 32 best teams in the world, mm-hmm. apart from Qatar. <laughs> <laughs> apart from the host. Because they're the host country. Yeah. But, um, you know, and that's, that's I think that's the way to do it. You know, the, the Rugby World Cup, I guess in a way we do that with um, the, the Minot teams. Um, but see, cricket's starting to do it as well, right? The play-in tournaments. You know, And and I threw up the suggestion with Rugby League, right? We saw those blowouts in Rugby League. So why not, for the Rugby League World Cup, you have your top six sides on your world ranking, so you've got your New Zealand, Australia, et cetera. Then there's, say, six or seven teams, those weaker teams that play off for the final two spots. And then you get an eight-team competition where every team plays a team once, so that's seven games, and then mm. you get semi-finals and a final. Because that's the problem with some of these competitions, and, and the, the World Cup's going to be like this, stuff when they move it to, is it 48? No, what is it, 48 teams? 48, I think it is. is it yeah. This yeah. is the last 32, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, and it's going to be a little bit disappointing because you're going to see teams that really shouldn't be going up against a Spain or a Brazil or whatever. So I think that's why the Football World Cup's so good is because... But I
2: think football, soccer football you're more prone to an upset than in rugby. 100%. So like the number, what did we have? Um, the Who won and they were the second worst team there and they had a win in the first round, I can't remember. Saudi Arabia. Yes, yep. them. So they won their first match. There is no way Portugal will beat the All Blacks at the World Cup.
8: It yeah, just no, I cannot that. happen. I get that. Football <coughs> definitely is closer by nature, hundred percent. But um, but yeah, I just I just like the idea that they've been they've been playing basically for three years to mm. get rid of those teams that are, that really shouldn't be there because it's not like you know if the Cook Islands were at the World Cup, staff, they're going to get beaten. You know, eight, but nine, are, well, ten. Well, nil.
2: rugby does do do have their qualifiers. They do have a qualifying tournament or yeah. series and, yeah. you, and they're playing off the For the, for the, the minnow teams, yeah. 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 But doesn't matter who gets there, whether it's Portugal, whether it's Canada, whether it's USA, whether it's Uruguay, um, they're gonna get pumped by the big teams. Um but I quite still like the big international flavour of of a Rugby World Cup. But in harsh reality there probably are too many teams go to the Rugby Would World Cup. Would
8: you say that the Football World Cup's the best World Cup in the world? Oh jeepers. Uh uh, Gotta be.
2: If I take my own personal views about the sport away, I'd have to say yes. Um, I prefer the Olympics, if I'm perfectly honest. But, oh,
8: that's a bit different, though.
2: Yeah, I know. For a, for a single sport World Cup, you'd have to say yes. You'd have to say yes. I
8: reckon for Kiwis, obviously, you'd, you'd be going toe-to-toe with the Rugby World Cup. Or yeah. Are you not a big fan? Oh,
2: no, I don't mind the Rugby World Cup, but, um, you know, there's no way, like, you know, Tunisia... Um, Mm. You know, Czech Republic, mm. uh, these sorts of teams at the World Cup, and you just think, yeah, yeah, yeah have a look at that. And I always find myself cheering for the underdog. Anyone that's playing Brazil, or
8: yeah, I think I've watched every uh, all of the eight am games. Have caught a couple of the six am's, but yeah, the eight am's, which are great times. Doesn't matter who's playing; it's just it's World Cup. Mm. And I think sweepstakes and stuff make it better as well, Steph or mm. Maltese, whatever you've taken at the TAB. Yeah, <laughs> must be a, must be a lucrative four or five weeks for the TAB World Cup.
2: Yeah. Nice.
8: Football World Cup, are you into it?
2: Do you like the diving? 0800 150 811. We'll be back after a break. <laughs> Welcome back in. 0800 150 811 is the number to have a chinwag. Uh, Bruce from Christchurch. G'day, Bruce.
1: Staffy, how are you, mate? Good, Bruce. Um, Interesting um, subject. What sport would be the best World Cup? <laughs> and uh, I know the purists, we always you know, they like to call it the beautiful game. It is not the beautiful game. <laughs> I watched that Mexico-Argentina game, and it drives, it makes me sick. The Hollywoods, a player touches another one, and straight away he's got his hands up on his face and he's rolling around the bloody ground and, as if he's been hurt. It is diabolical. And the number, of, the number of runs a midfielder try to make and they're cut down straight away. I hate it, and I've played football for, oh, 15 years of my life, 20 years. Mm. And it's not a pure game. I'm sorry. It, it's It's horrible. If you, were, if you were bringing someone in to say, hey, come and watch this. Here's two of the top 10 teams in the world, and you got that. I, I don't know what they'd make of it. it. There's not enough fluency. It ruins the game. And the only time that game went off, when a goal was scored, and Mexico had to pull their finger out... And actually try and play. Yeah, the,
2: they've talked
1: about they've talked about getting this sorted with referees. <clears throat> They're not doing a bloody thing.
2: Yeah, this this injury stuff does my does my head in because uh, you're going to get cry wolf syndrome. Like someone is going to get really hurt, and no one's going to believe them. No, just no one's going to believe them because everyone goes down, and it's just like, do you think we're stupid? Is it WWE? What are you doing?
1: Well. And why did I mean you've got high definition t v you're watching it mm. you can see slow motion straight away got half the time the guy's barely touched and and the first reaction is to put straight up hands on there and hit the ground it is it's just there's nothing else I can say about it. You compare it with the likes of the uh, you know those those footballers. They play 90 minutes. They probably play 100 minutes because every game's got five minutes of extra time because of it. (laughs) They spend as many moments as they can trying to look bloody injured on the ground. You get a rugby game, and they play 80 minutes. Those guys get injured and get hammered. They try and play 80 minutes on their feet. That's the that's the comparison. it's pathetic. How about I tell you what I enjoy, I enjoy international hockey. Yep. You watch the World Cup in hockey, that is outstanding. They don't have this bullshit, this rubbish. They have a card system and if there's any tactical indiscretions like that, the whistle goes and they get it whatever they get. A green, an orange, a yellow card, and it's stamped out straight away. Yeah. And their, their games, slow. They're pure. They're, it's outstanding sport, hockey. So that's what I say about the Football World Cup. I want it to be a fluid game and a game of where, the, where a player can really use his skill. But it's just been a steady decline. You know, you, you've seen it at all levels for the last 15, 20 years and,
2: the World Cup is just not a premier event because of that. Mm. Good man, Bruce. Love chatting mm. to you. Yeah, and Don't mind, mate. I'm nodding a lot. I'm nodding a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Good yeah. on you, buddy. Call Thanks, it mate. how it is. Yes. Mate. Cheers, mate. Bruce calling it how it is. I saw a tweet in the weekend. Someone said, how good's this World Cup? And a guy said, yep, I just love seeing guys with neck tattoos rolling around the ground with ruptured ACLs only to see them pop up 10 seconds later and sprint the length of the field. Me too, me too. Back in just a moment. Uh, <clears throat> good text here from Marshy saying, uh, G'day staff, the old saying is in soccer, they spend 80 minutes pretending to be injured. In rugby, they spend 80 minutes pretending not to be injured. <laughs> Stephie, don't compare. Football is going down to WWE. Wrestlers actually take a bump and act hurt for the show. Soccer players fall over when the wind changes or someone winks at them. <laughs> nice. Um, big long one there. I'll save that to after the news. Staff, my complaint is why don't they move uh, Wednesday's cricket match to Tuesday? The weather on Wednesday is rain all day. Tuesday is fine at 23 degrees. Silly New Zealand cricket won't move it though. Problem there is, you know, they've booked the ground, they booked the caterers, they booked the Temporary staff and all that, and I, I get that. You could probably move it a day later. Uh, and Rory, when we were talking about the black socks, said, uh, "Speaking of socks, I was going to throw my old socks out, but I couldn't do it. I got cold feet." Thanks, Rory. But boom, we're always here for you, mate. Always here for you. Uh, news, sport, and weather here's Karen, and we'll be back after one.